Well, hello there, boys and gals and non-binary pals, such as I, Phoebe Cortison. Welcome back to my podcast, Another Drag Queen Show. The show where myself and my guests talk about whatever we want to, because why not? It's my show. I'm not being censored. Sue me. Don't wait. Don't sue me. Anyways... (laughs) It's a podcast made by a drag queen, and because you know, why not? Every other drag queen's making one. Anyways, um, today we have a very special guest on the show. Um, she is the reason for 23 of my chromosomes, and she's also, you know, the reason for some of my therapy. I'm just joking. <laughs> oh, so sit back and relax and listen to the dulcet tones that make up my genetic makeup as I, again, dominate the conversation oh well just listen okay listeners we're back and i have a very special guest here for you call her mother call her mother you can call her miss nelly um she's my mother my actual mother i don't have a drag mother she's my biological mother she's got a lot of funny stories a lot weird interesting take weird interesting um point of view and explains about 50% of my actions in the world. <laughs> so, Mom, would you say hi to the listeners? Hello. <laughs> oh, it was. And of course, and of course, Mom, this is recorded right after Mother's Day and Mother and and dear Mother has had a had a wonderful Mother's Day with my sister who I address as funny face, although Mom, you think I'm being mean when I call her that sometimes. <laughs> no, nah, I know. I know. <laughs> But then again, I called my brother Bubba, so, and that's yeah. that's me trying to be mean. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's... <laughs> okay. Well, I'm just gonna read some news bits that I found out. Oh, by the way, it's Sarah's. It was Sarah's birthday, Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, did you notice? I gotta ask you. Did you notice that we had a very interesting first of the week of, like, you know, this week, uh, starting on Mother's Day, for the month of May. Very interesting things happening. <laughs> Yeah. Let's see, like, let's see, I got a whole list right here, let's see, um, well, it, well, starting actually at Cinco de Mayo, um, Cinco de Mayo, Cinco de Mayo, it became, uh, it became known as, na- it became known as National Murdered Indigenous, Murdered and Missing Indigenous Persons Day, Recognition Day. Yes, I, I saw that. Which I thought was, which I thought was awesome, um, you know, yay, uh, and let's see, well not yay, but you know, but I'm just, more recognition. But no, I, I know what yeah, you mean, yeah, you yes. Know, yeah, more recognition, which it does. Yes. Also, the month of May just happens to be Mental Health Awareness Month. We all need some mental health awareness. Yes, yes, and. Some more than others. You keep staring at me when you do that. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Also, it's um, it's also it's um, Asian and Pacific Islander Heritage Month as well too. Yes. Yeah, and I'm really excited because I'm really excited because I follow um, there's one creator on TikTok that I follow. I love her a bit. It's um, she's the she's known as the, her little handle is known as a Korean vegan. Mm-hmm. Um, she's actually uh, she's actually a um. Crap, I can't remember what kind of lawyer she is. Darn it. I just mostly know her because she does a lot of vegan um, Korean recipes, but she's doing them with like a story. Yes. And uh, I, I think you, I think I showed you one of her videos. You did? You have? 
Yeah, and then she, oh, she just came out of the cookbook too. It's a, it's a, I think it's already ordered, ready for a pre-order, and it's uh, was the number one pre-order on Amazon for like a few days. Mm -hmm. So, but uh, she, um, uh, it was her. Let's see, it was her. But I, I don't know why I mentioned her. I honestly don't know. I just keep thinking about her because I like her because I like her stories, everything. She talks about growing up and she does this, and now she kind of does this like a little bit where I just I enjoy it where she's like your Korean auntie. Mm -hmm. She's making a snack while mm -hmm. she's giving you life advice, nice. and she's just and then she tells you at the end of it after giving you life advice or a little story and everything that goes along with life advice, mm -hmm. she basically pushes the plate toward the camera and just says like, "Now eat." Yes, that's a pretty cool cool setup. Yeah, no, kind of sounds like yeah, kind of sounds like growing actually kind of sounds like growing up with you. That's why I brought it up. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't know because I, I don't know because I still remember like kind of growing up a little bit and everything like you give me life advice. And you're just like this. Now eat this cookie. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Well, here's some peanut butter crackers. Yeah. Or like, or like, you want to go get a small blizzard? Mm-hmm. And then like, I'll be like, okay. She's like, okay, we'll get a large blizzard and we'll split it in half. Don't tell dad. There you go. <laughs> and it was either Snickers, Heath, or M&M's. <laughs> I like cookies and cream. Yeah, kind of go either way. Um, <laughs> <laughs> not a cookie and cream person. Uh, also, um, let's see. Oh, sorry. <clears throat> I am so sorry. I'm I'm so sorry. I'm drinking root beer. <laughs> well. Also, this week starting kicked off on Mother's Day, which is weird because like the math on it was weird. Mm -hmm. Nurses Week. So hooray to nurses. Oh, is it? I thought it was like the end of Nurses Week, or is it the beginning of Nurses Week? I thought Nurses Week was last week. No, last I heard, Nurses Week actually start. It actually started Mother's Day. So, oh, okay. Well, so this will okay. be day two. Well, good. I think I'm not sure. I don't know. There's no finite dates for it. It's just, which I don't think there should be. No. I mean, Nurses Week. Let's see, nurses, firefighters, EMTs, doc yeah, yeah doctors, doctors, um, nursing assistants, um, nursing assistants, orderlies, patient care techs, and all that. There, I don't think there should be like you know a finite week. I think you know I think it would just be nice if if people if they just got appreciation like every day <laughs> yes that was yes that's what i was thinking too yeah i'm just like thinking because you know that because especially during covid they've been like they've been our frontline fighters yeah, yes. they've been our fighters they you know they've been their people people dying and yes we were going to get sentimental such so as <laughs> i can't be serious on here i'm sorry <laughs> that's okay oh but it was but no but they've been like you know they've been like on the front lines they've been they've been They've been there while you know, you know, while people's loved ones were dying in the hospital. They were there holding. They were there keep trying to keep people together and stuff mm -hmm. like that. I just, you know, so I like, if it actually is Nurses Week, hooray for nurses. We love you all. We love you all. You, we love you all. Keep us together. Keep everything together. And also, especially on TikTok, I follow a lot of nurses. Um, and the ones I follow, they're not afraid to like, you know, basically, you know, reality check. People mm -hmm. who were like spreading misinformation, like, um, crap. I'm having a trouble remembering her name. Um, her handle is like Jess three one something. Oh, she's a she's a she's a registered nurse. She works in a trauma ER. And, oh, by the way, we're surrounded by tiny, tiny little goblins. <laughs> Otherwise known as Chihuahuas. Yes, they're and, all mine. Yes, I'm at my mother's house. It's nice, but she's gonna be moving soon. Ha yes. Yeah, happily so because because your, your current neighborhood, I didn't know you could splice two different trailers to make one giant redneck trailer 
And uh, you, you, got, you got Frankenstein, you got a Frankenstein trailer down the road from you. Yeah, but that's not where we live. I know, but still, it's just, I'm just like, wow, that's an, that's an eye shot. Well, you know, <laughs> we might, you know, it's kind of be, it's going to be kind of like uh, a bittersweet departure from this, this neighborhood because before we live, it's like, you can walk, like, we came home today and we were unloading the truck from our trip and, um... Uh, we just got this strong aroma of weed. <laughs> so someone was smoking weed outside, which was fine. Not a problem. No, we're, we're not against it here. You know, and it's just the only problem I really had was it because I was not invited. <laughs> so I need to find this person and see what's up with that. Because if they're like my neighbor, you know, it's, it's to be neighborly. They need to invite me. They kind of give you a brownie. <laughs> I'm a brownie, a, uh, a, a, a gummy, gummy, a lolly, a lolly, a, a lollipop. <laughs> you know, they could even just let me have a hit. That's all. I'll or be fine. Or I don't know, or just splooped it in some tea or something. Ah, <laughs> oh, well, anyways. <laughs> we, also, we support alternative medication here. And if it grows from the earth and it's perfectly natural, it's medication. It sure is. Ah, <laughs> oh, anyways. Uh, there's nothing wrong with the herb. No, there's nothing wrong with it. And actually, the health benefits actually outweigh any negative outcomes from it. It's just a stereotype thing. Literally started by the paper industry. These are facts. Yes. <laughs> uh, and just so you know, you cannot OD on marijuana. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, actually, you pass out long before you actually OD. Probably <laughs> <laughs> you do. You will. Yeah. Oh, and I do love the fact that there's. I do love the fact that pharmaceutical industries starting to get involved in the fact that they're realizing, wait, this could actually create new job opportunities. Oh, it's a new market. They just need to get on board. Yeah, you know? and then like, and then they're coming out with new strains because CBD oil is so beneficial. They're coming out with new strains where uh, the THC is at low levels for people who are afraid of getting high but nothing's helping my neck pain right <laughs> or right. i'm having chronic migraines yeah but i, I still want to do the high part though. <laughs> <laughs> you know we have to do the high part i mean otherwise it's like why am i doing it yeah you know and actually and actually mom i'll be honest with you i actually had a the one time i did try the one time i did partake of the of the of the herb <laughs> was a long time ago and um miss liz my lovely longtime friend and everything was there and unfortunately um I, it didn't i didn't know what variety it was i don't know what variety oh, was it yes. we didn't know what variety it was but um this was back when there wasn't that many varieties anyways which wasn't that mm -hmm. long ago um so i took a couple of hits and apparently it turned into a terrible night I woke up in the morning just fine and everything. I didn't have a headache, hangover, nothing. I was hungry. <laughs> I, was, I was actually, I was hungry. I was, I was hungry. And everybody else was like, and I was, just, and I was like going like, wow, my headache. I'm not actually hung. Oh, I'm not hungover. My headache's gone. I feel great. I'm ready to handle the day. Da da da. I actually woke up in a good mood. <laughs> and then suddenly here comes Miss Liz going like, you are never allowed to smoke weed again. <laughs> Oh. And then she explained to me what happened, and apparently I just, I brought the whole party, like, down. <laughs> you brought the whole party down? Yeah, I freaked out. <laughs> what did you do? I don't know. Somehow it involved, and somehow, as she's, Liv, uh, Ms. Liz, and said, it started out okay. I was my normal self and everything. Then, like, all of a sudden, my jokes that I just crack up randomly started getting darker and darker 
and darker to the point to where they weren't jokes anymore. <laughs> oh, they became insults. Insults and insults. And at one point, and at one point, I apparently, um, I apparently did some. I said something to allude to the possibility of committing suicide or hinting to other people that they need to commit suicide because the world isn't going to get any better. And I just kept bringing people down with me. Eventually, she said I just passed out because I started going like really paranoid and panicky, and then I just passed out at one point. And. <laughs> And she just looked up, you are never to do that ever again. And I'm just like, I wasn't that bad. She's like, you started doing that after two hits. That's bad. That must have been some white I wicked don't, weed. I don't know what it was. But, you know, now that there's more varieties and more and more states are opening up, you know, recreational use of it, I might actually just go ahead and try dipping into the waters again. Because apparently one of my friends took a trip to Colorado just to Colorado and they went to the dispensary and she apparently told me there was like, oh, they had over 120 different varieties yes. to try from. They try, And over 120 varieties to try some and everything. And they only had 120 varieties in that shop in various forms and everything because they had just had a sale and usually they carry up to 200 something varieties mm -hmm. grown by local sellers and also and local sellers and FDA approved facilities. <laughs> yes, they do. And so. you just have to tell them your experience, and they will say, okay, and they'll direct you to the proper... Oh, yeah, and I know in California and everything, there's actually there's actually a small chain, there's actually a chain that, there's actually a chain that's in L.A. What is uh, it called, so. Weeds R Us? No, <laughs> I can't remember, I can't remember, but a beloved drag queen who passed away during COVID, mm -hmm. um, Lady Ray Couture, actually... Um, was kind of like their mascot and everything. I can't remember the name of the place, but uh, but anyways, but it's a chain. But it's a chain. It started out as like one shop, and then it just exploded. Mm -hmm. Now it's like got thirty different stores in a franchise. Oh. And uh, that's what they do. They start you off at like you know the help desk, where basically it's just like, okay, how may I help you today? And like you know, da -da -da, what can we do? Well, the dispensary we visited when we went to yeah. Colorado, they also that's how yeah. they do it. That's standard operating procedure. Yeah, and then like you know, and of course, and then like um, and of course, I remember like a like they point out and everything that a lot of times a lot of times they also did like um that that one uh franchise and um in california like one of the things that they do is that they do little seminars and stuff mm -hmm. like that to dispel the myths of marijuana and they mm -hmm. actually have people they actually have doc they actually have medical doctors like and they actually have medical doctors mds nurse practitioners who practice holistic medicine mm -hmm. come and actually consult with you <laughs> they're willing to take the time with this and like you know all their people have been vetted they went through a training mm -hmm. course so they're able to assist you properly or help you go to the right side and i'm thinking like this just sounds awesome also, when Lady Recouture was apparently alive, um, the one location that she worked at a lot and everything, apparently she would bring over, she would make just, she would just make some homemade, not, well, she wouldn't make edibles and everything, but she just bring like, she make like homemade pies to sell. And apparently I heard that her sweet potato fried chicken pie was legendary. Sweet potato fried fr chicken? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was a sweet. Interesting. It's a sweet potato pie. Of her family recipe, and they incorporate, and she incorporates, and this is also this is part of apparently her family recipe where it's deep fried chicken skin, crunched up in there. It's kind of like when people put bacon on everything. Uh huh. And that's apparently what the chicken skin is supposed to do. Oh, okay. And it's like in there. It's also mixed up, and they do like, a, and they do like a car, like a caramelized marshmallow topping on top. Oh. And I heard that that pie was legendary, and of course each one costs about forty bucks, but it was apparently very legendary. Well, I mean, and it, and big, and apparently they were. Deep 
need dishwasher. Oh wow! <laughs> Sounds interesting. So basically, yeah, and apparently, um, and apparently, Lady Red, apparently Lady Red, when she actually would sell the pies, everybody apparently it was their cheat day. Mm-hmm. That's what they like. They all, cheat on. They, they cheat on with the pie. Well, that if, you, if it's that big and was that delicious, <laughs> that would be. I mean, that'd be for the whole freaking month. <laughs> you know, you have. The cheat day would be every day for 30 days. You gotta admit, I don't know, I, don't, I think that with fried chicken and everything, that's the best part of the chicken. I love sweet potato pie, and I love fried chicken skin. It's yeah. like It's like two worlds mixed into one. And Well, that's the best part of the chicken. Yeah. When you eat, when you eat fried chicken, you pull the skin off and eat it. Yes. Yeah, I'll, by the way, I still keep telling people you make legendary fried chicken. Oh, well, thank you. I haven't made, I haven't fried a chicken in a lot, years, you know. Yeah. Okay, just FYI, people, my mom's fried chicken's legendary, so are her enchiladas, so are her enchiladas, and also your meatloaf, surprisingly, I remember, your meatloaf, surprisingly, I say surprisingly only because, like, I just know his mom, I just know it is every other Wednesday night. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was every other Wednesday night because, and because it would make last for leftovers and all. Oh, it was, it'd be every other Wednesday night and everything, and like, every so often, I, and like, um, in case I brought a friend over, there'd be enough, because she made enough for, like, 12 people. <laughs> Mostly well, for the leftovers. <laughs> yes. Because everybody wanted me to love sandwiches. Yeah. Yeah, and I still remember that. And I remember Miss Liz tried it, and she was just like, oh, and the, she was like, oh my God. <laughs> but moving on from food, because it's making me hungry again. And we just got through eating tacos. And, and nachos. And nachos. Tacos and nachos. And we got a history lesson on the beginning of the nacho. The nacho. <laughs> and the reason why it's not called nacho. <laughs> and also my questionable my questionable thing where I say on every Mexican restaurant menu, it should be in the American cuisine section. I'm yes. just saying it should be. Okay. <laughs> no way, it was actually made in the 1950s. Why did I think early 1900s? Oh, Aaron, moving on. <laughs> it was, okay. Uh, quite recently, I had gotten uh, in pretty... Okay, so one of my mutual friends on TikTok, who is another drag queen, too, except Miss Mutual... Um, Miss Mutual is verified and has, and has like, over 300,000 followers and mm -hmm. stuff. Well, apparently, um, they're very uh, politically minded, and they're very, um, they're very politically minded, theocracy, like, you know, anti-theocracy, basically, you know, rebel, ch basically, ultimate rebel child. I love them, the but I love them the bits. Um, I love them the bits, and their pronouns are they, them. Um, love them the bits. Uh, um, they apparently brought up the fact that, you know, not the entire world, like, and like um like the theory that you know the whole world can go vegan is a possibility which it's probable but depending on certain health circumstances with certain people probably not <laughs> i mean like a very small percentage of people because apparently because apparently um with the like there was like research done with like diabetics and everything it's still kind of questionable because they're still doing it and everything or like a diabetic or like they actually switched up, like the people with diet like certain apparently blah, blah, blah. I don't know where I'm going with this, but certain <laughs> yeah, I don't know where you're going either. <laughs> but apparently, there was like some research done and everything where people, where some people, people with diabetes and everything, particularly type one diabetes, apparently, I'm still rooting it up, where like they couldn't, where they they basically cannot go on a total vegan diet because quite literally, when you break it down, it's there's plant-based protein, but at the same time, it's mostly carbohydrates. 
Yes, and they can't eat that. They can't eat, like, yeah, they can't, pro they don't they, process carbohydrates as well. Well, as. And there's also some liver disorders that I, there's also some liver disorders where you have to have a high protein diet for, and you have to be have a high protein diet for, and your plant-based options are extremely limited. Like, um, crap, one of my friends, uh, one of my friends, um, her kid had a, had a liver, had a liver disorder, does it? He had to have, like, a feeding placement, he had to have, like, a feeding tube put in, um, no, not as a total replacement, but just as a supplemental thing, just a just supplemental thing, because, um, his formula was, um, was extreme, was, like, high protein based. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. he was a, like, he was a five-year-old, like, her son's, like, a five-year-old, and he was getting as much protein as a bodybuilder, as a, as a 30-year-old male bodybuilder mm -hmm. before they go on their, before they start doing, like, their, um, lean, like, water-wasting thing to, you know, look leaner. But anyways, um, but anyways, but anyways, my friend at TikTok was, uh, brought that up. And I was just like, yeah, and, and I, and I brought up a little example, just in a little comment section. I was like, and also how the quinoa industry, um, quinoa, I, I like it too, but, um, quinoa's actually become a fad food. And like in these areas, and like in these areas where like they're trying to grow quinoa, they're actually destroying, well, they're actually destroying rainforest areas and um, they keep, they're increasing the price of quinoa to the point to where the pe the growers can't afford to eat their own crops, hmm. and, it, and it's becoming a fad food. Yeah. It's just like, it was just like one example I could think of with veganism. Uh -huh. Anyways, that got a lot of hate comments. <laughs> I got a lot of responses on that. Um, I think I ended up blocking like 50 people. <laughs> well, you know, yeah. some people just... They just it. come in, hit hard, and then I was just like... And then my dear friend, um, my dear friend, uh, love them to death. We debate every so often. Love mm -hmm. them to death and everything. Uh, we debate so often. Uh, kind of made like a, a backhanded response video with that and everything. You know, just using, you know, using my... You know, like, you know kind of poking the fun with... Kind of poking fun of the fact that I just immediately brought up quinoa. And I was just like this. Then I had a... Then I made like a response video. <laughs> How I handled the hater situation, maybe the hater comments was that, well, I blocked them. I didn't read them. You know, the moment I got two words in and everything, the moment I started seeing it go downhill, I'm just like, block. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I do. Um, man, I did like, <laughs> apparently I did like a little uh, reply video and um, that got my friend to uh, stop kind of poking fun at that. <laughs> and then kind of like, you know, I'll, anyways, and we just kind of like drifted apart for a few days. Cause like this was like somebody like every other day I like private message or uh -huh. um, where we like kind of drifted apart, for, kind of drifted away for a few days and everything. Cause I think I handed my point in. Um, I pointed out the fact that quinoa is one example, yeah. and my dear friend actually focused on almond farming, mm -hmm. which is an extreme waste of water. Um, California, the desert, California, they're trying to convert desert area into orchards for almonds. Because of the almond milk and the, the almond, almond yes, oil yes. and all of this stuff, yes. yes. And then also almonds are extremely. I said they're they need a lot of, of water. water. They need a lot of water. Um, also, they're also it's one of the foods that surprisingly, if you're vegan, you can't have this. <laughs> Why? You can't have almonds. If you're vegan, you cannot have almonds. And I surprisingly avocados. Why? Because both those plant industries are highly dependent on bee farming and their direct links to stress on the bee population, the global bee population. Oh, okay. Yeah, they are like literally the only, they're like literally two, one of two, one of like just a handful of like, you know, crops uh -huh. that are known direct stressors for bee population because where they're trying to grow these two crops, 
um, first of all, they're trying, they're, they're converting, um, they're converting, they're converting land that's completely different from these two plants natural environment but also these two plants are very dependent on honeybees and they're bringing they happen they literally you'll see like a, and literally you'll see like trucks with pallets of beehives Hives, yes bringing them these situations and unfortunately on each one of those pa on each one of those trucks only 10 percent of those hives will actually survive because of the stress of them moving them right in fact actually it's in fact it's actually its own unique syndrome it's called a it's called a it's basically it's like a beehive it's basically beehive collapse syndrome yeah that's kind of what it's called that's kind of what that it's whole, called yeah Quite literally, something happens, the bees either get too stressed or something, and then suddenly the whole colony just, they die. Mm -hmm. And it's actually, it's a, it happens in like, you know, bee farms everywhere and everything, mm -hmm. where just like suddenly you just, like one of the hives will just collapse. There's no sign, nothing. No, they just, it, they just, it's kind of like SIDS for babies. Yeah. It, they don't, there's no explanation for it. They just, it just yeah. happens. Yeah. And then, but, and like I said, but these two industries, which yet again, if you want to be vegan, you cannot eat almonds or avocados because they're dependent on an animal's death. Because <laughs> ah. even the hives that do survive, have a high death rate. Uh -huh. So it's like literally 10% of the 10% that survive in the truck mm -hmm. actually survive in the fields. If the farmers remember to keep up with their care mm. because they have to rotate, because they actually do have to rotate the hives. They actually do have to encourage the bees to vacate the hives to, for them to mimic their own natural patterns of movement and progression. And they have to monitor, they actually have to monitor the bees for any predators that are around. And because they're in a completely different area, their natural predators are somewhere else, but mm -hmm. there's also other bugs that prey on them. And anyways, long story short, I'm just, long story short, I just, I brought this video up and I did this explanation. I'm just like, and this is just literally a handful of things. Cause um, someone apparently brought up the fact that, oh, it sounds like I'm defending the meat industry, which is also terrible. <laughs> yes. Chickens aren't meant to be raised like that. Cows are literally turning into the new version of dogs to where they're, where we're breeding out their natural states and everything to basically make them unable to breathe and bug eyed. I'm just saying everything. I, I was, basically my whole point was like, Nobody's 100% correct. You know, nobody's 100% correct. There's fallacies in each argument. Yes. And at the same time, we're talking about the fact that the real person to be mad at is big business because a lot of these these all started with good intentions, surprisingly, until someone realized, I can make money. That's what happens to everything. Yeah, so, you know, it's just like, so it's like, how about, so it's like, so basically, I was like, I kind of like, uh, like, I did like end up talking to my friend here, and I was like, how about this? How about you just make a video on, the, how about you make a video on sustainable farming methods, sustainable um, cattle raising methods? They do exist. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, the fact is, is that, you know, the fact, and like, you know, the fact is that maybe like people need to start eliminating, like, meat, start need to eliminate some, like, you know, start restricting dairy, start need to restricting animal proteins, um, more vegetables, more, you know, basically um, encourage people to, like, actually grow their own gardens, <laughs> like, raise their own gardens, create, grow their own foods. You can do it indoors and outdoors. With yeah. Yeah, with today's technology. You can do it, and anyone, and anyone can do it. You don't have to have a green thumb. You don't have to be afraid of it. It's just like, you know. Anyways, that was my soapbox. <laughs> okay. And I was, and I'm sitting in front of the lady who put this, who just put this mentality in my head. <laughs> well, it's my contribution to the human race. Thank you very much. <laughs> okay. All right. We are going to take a break. We're going to take a break. <laughs>
And we're back, and my lovely stepdad's watching the news. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we have to know what's going on in the world. Oh, that reminds me. Oh, that's right. Uh, so, did you hear about the space debris? Yes. I did hear about it. Did it land in the, in the Indian Ocean? I heard that we're still waiting on confirmation from that. <laughs> I don't know. <sighs> I, I, I just heard that there was a probability that it would be landing and, and that was it. Yeah, you know, me and, couple, me and a few of my lovely friends are my co and some of my coworkers at my day job, unfortunately, <laughs> had a bad week. <laughs> and they were talking about... <laughs> We're talking about okay, the thing <laughs> like they're like what worse could happen? The world would fall on us, and then suddenly our phones like you know uh, news alerts came up, news alerts. Chinese lost Chinese lost launching rock launching launch segment of rocket, twelve let's see it's like the twenty one metric tons worth of material now hot in the orbiting at fast speeds around the earth, and we're just looking at each other. It's like oh hell no, <laughs> oh hell no. Yep. And then like um, uh, let's see. Everybody's the, worried about the Koreans, but it's the Chinese that are gonna get us. And it was an accident. They literally called it. It's a big AF launcher. Mm-hmm. That's just literally what it's called big AF. Yeah. <laughs> but then actually someone um and all the scientists on social media are like calculating the odds. The odds are actually one in one hundred and ninety-seven million. That any piece of this debris would land on you. And then my response to that is, it's not zero. Yes, yes, yes. You know, I could be that one. I would be that one. There's seven billion people on the planet. The odds are not zero. <laughs> May the odds forever be in your favor. <laughs> oh my god. I, Mom, I still say for Halloween one year, she goes Helen Bottom Carter. <laughs> <laughs> or Kathy Bates. You know what the best part is? What? They're just normal people who just play various characters. I know. You could do Kathy Bates. I could. I could pull it off. <laughs> I could pull it off. Uh, anyway. Okay, uh, another thing I wanted to I wanted to ask you: Have you kept up with uh, Have you kept up with RuPaul's Drag Race at all? No. No. Okay. Would you like just a quick synopsis right now? Season thirteen, also known as the season that goes on and on, my friends, for fifteen episodes, and I'm still not even sure if it's over. They say there's a finale, but you never know. <laughs> sure, as long as it's a small synapse. Okay. Um, had our first openly trans trans contestant who is a trans man who does drag. Uh-huh. So, but also Catch-22 is this said person is like, kudos to them, kudos for the representation, but my only critique is that this person's also a, what came in as a celebrity makeup artist. Uh-huh. Um, their name is Got Mick. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, came in as a celebrity makeup artist, already had a repertoire, and um, had a, money was not an issue at all with this person. So why was he on RuPaul's Drag Race? Uh, apparently, decided an audition video, and RuPaul says you can, if, as long as you live in the U.S. for for the U.S. edition, you qualify. <laughs> uh, but I so, thought the whole point of RuPaul's Drag Race was to find find, the, find my, new cow, yeah, and, and be a platform for up and coming. Yeah, that's like like I said, got Mick 
amazing makeup artist, amazing drag, drag performer, but at the same time, I'm just saying that was my only critique. That was okay. like my only critique was that came in as a celebrity makeup artist. Soup's ready. <laughs> <laughs> it's soup, and that's an Elvira movie reference right there. <laughs> <laughs> Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. That's a movie you are required to watch. <laughs> ah, okay. No, because actually, fun fact about that, RuPaul, all of RuPaul's little quips and quotes and funny bits, that's the movie he quotes all the time. Elvira? M Mistress of the Dark, dark yes. Mistress of the Dark. <laughs> yeah, his favorite joke is, how's your head? <laughs> <laughs> Haven't had any complaints. <laughs> Came from Elvira. Also, uh, the, also the It's Soup uh, line. Uh, let's see, what else was it? Um, is that where you got that line from? Nope, from Lipton Institute. Oh, there you go. Well, that's, uh, anyways, let's see, what else? Um, there was a few other ones and everything. There was a few other lines of crap. Something about the, because like, there was a lady and everything. They had kids, I was walking down the street. She was the church lady, hair and roller, Salavira. Salavira apparently made a remark about soup cans in your head. And then, like, you know, and, like, apparently I think RuPaul actually pointed out. That's actually where Lady, RuPaul pointed out, and then Lady Gaga actually confirmed it that for the telephone music video came from Elvira. Uh, <laughs> it's a long web, but long story short, if you want to keep up with RuPaul's jokes, watch Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. <laughs> and you will never be surprised. Uh, Which is why now I have a hard time, you know, actually laughing out loud at RuPaul's jokes. But I will say the finale was actually really funny. <laughs> it's okay. It's a little late at night. <laughs> Which is why the this, the finale I kind of liked, except for it was a little more overproduced than usual. But um, like the wheel was spinning and everything, and RuPaul's was like, "The wheel has spoken." What did it say? <laughs> what did it say? <laughs> <laughs> and like you can now choose between these two pink boxes: the smooth pink box or the furry pink box. And of course, the queen, the the one the queens was like, "I'll pick the furry pink box." She has spoken and chosen the pink furry box. <laughs> I'm sorry, this it was the first time in a long time RuPaul actually made me laugh out loud, I'm just going to say. But anyways, uh, um, that was it. Another controversy was one of the contestants, she's like a new queen. She's not a newish queen, but she belongs to a very prominent drag house who had a, who a member of their house actually was a contestant on the previous season mm -hmm. and this drag house is also very well known in the california area quite literally if you are a member of this house um, resources are not a problem oh. this queen this queen everything in her closet was made by someone in her drag family and her hair was done by a season 12 finalist. Oh. <laughs> All of her hair was done by All of Yes, quite oh. literally. She didn't make anything on her own. <laughs> nothing, nothing she made on her own, except for the challenges on the show where they had to make something. I was fixing to say, didn't she have to sew something? Yes, and, um, it was, and she ended up hot gluing it. <laughs> uh, hot gluing it. Hot gluing it, yes. Oh. <laughs> which I don't have a problem with that. Uh, and I was, her name's Simone, which, uh, spoiler warning, she's the winner. She was the one who won. I actually was kind of rooting for her, too, because um, she kind of just had, like, that it factor. Mm -hmm. You know, like, some people are just, they're just likable, and mm -hmm. you want to see them perform. And she does, and she was, and she did it effortlessly. Mm -hmm. 
Um, she did it effortlessly and all her looks had a message because of course we are in the you know the age right now of BLM and everything all mm -hmm. of her looks had a message mm -hmm. to American black culture oh okay I especially kind of went gaga over the BAPS look because I love that movie so much <laughs> <laughs> the BAPS look <laughs> I love that movie I love Halle Berry and Countess in there I love it <laughs> sorry <laughs> it's just a this fun. is what happens all the time I get excited and then I wee a little bit. But then, I, and I had to be careful not to make mom laugh too hard or else she'll wee a little bit too. Yes. <laughs> because the same woman blames me for her thighs. Well, the left one. Because <laughs> it's the biggest one. <laughs> okay, so, uh, and then, that, okay, and the other two final, finalists and everything, one belongs to a girl group who's actually been on several different TV shows. Um, her name is Rose. She belongs to the singing group Stephanie's Child. Oh, wow. <laughs> Stephanie's Child. Yes. Yeah. You, you actually heard of, my mother has heard of this drag singing trio. Yes. <laughs> she saw them on America's Got Talent. This includes Just Jan, or Jan Sport, who was on season 12, got robbed epically, and I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> Sad, but hilarious. <laughs> Anyways, um, so her drag sister, Rose, is competing. So, um, let's see, hold on, let's see, um, crap, who's the third one? Laguna is the third one and everything. I I just recently learned all their names. <laughs> Laguna. So so we have Jan who likes to rock purple. Rose who rocks the pink. Season 14 will now be featuring Laguna. <laughs> oh my goodness. It's a prediction. Oh. Anyway, maybe Laguna might actually win because Rose at least made it to the finale. But <laughs> so they had Rose. Oh, it was kinda like, like I said, it was just kinda like a little bit the whole like season was kinda a little bit of controversy because of the queens that made it to the finalists, they were all very established drag queens. Mm -hmm. The ones who literally did everything on their own and they, they actually had a legendary house mother on this season who was supposed to be on season 12 but had but apparently what was dealing with colon cancer mm -hmm. came back and um which we're going to get to talk about her in a minute oh they had a legendary house mother get kicked off and these other queens were like very established and one thing is that they were all very similar aged and i'm just like this is why my chances of actually auditioning for that damn show just get smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller mm. <laughs> because none of these queens had a budget <laughs> oh wow they all had access to unlimited resources oh the fourth one her name is candy muse the only plus size one and the thing with candy was that candy isn't was a new york queen who was so well known who was so well known became so famous and everything on social media literally none of these, these four finalists had no had like no issue with resources none <laughs> And that's the, oh. that's the thing that bugs me. That's the thing that's the thing that kind of bugs me. Yeah. Because uh, um, actually, someone did a calculation on Got Mix Closet because they actually found out. Because um, like, of course, Got Mix would like post things on Instagram and credit people uh -huh. and everything. Um, someone actually did it and did like a little guesstimation uh -huh. <laughs> online and everything. Um, Got Mix Total Closet was uh, Total Closet was probably worth about two hundred thousand dollars from what she brought onto the show, not the uh -huh. finale, and that's not including the finale episode but what she brought onto the show in her luggage and her finale dress is estimated to be actually worth three hundred thousand dollars in custom made in custom making for custom making and some of the unique and some like unique materials estimated mm -hmm. to be that much 
by the you know she did kind of take me off just a little bit too and everything because she did like a hellraiser pinhead look and i'm a horror fan and she said i'm care i opened up pandora's box it's hellraiser it's the limit configuration and i am not going to say it again you literally lost a fan because you broke my nerdy heart oh my <laughs> by not knowing it was the lament configuration. Sorry, moving on. Okay. <laughs> like I said, I do love them all. I do love them. All. I did love them all. And they were all my favorite queens on this on this season. But you know, it's just the same thing. But like, there was like some kind of controversy there. Also, it was very obvious that through the season, that near the end of the season, the producers did have their sticky little hands in a lot of things. <laughs> It was very well edited for TV, to say that. Okay. <laughs> so, um, but kind of moving on, still trying to stay in the range drag race. Um, the drag mother, the legendary drag mother, her name is, that I was talking about, her name is Tamisha Amon. Uh, you might actually know her because you remember that video of that drag queen that in the nightclub dropped from the ceiling into the splits? Yes. Yeah, her drag mother was on season 13. Oh, okay. Um, her name's Tamisha Mon and for my friends, and for my friends, and I know, and I knew of Tamisha from the, from my friends who do drag pageants. Okay. She has over 30 drag children, uh -huh. um, all them title holders. Uh, Tamisha herself actually has 20 different titles. Um, Awesome, legendary drag family, um, that drag queen, you know, memeable moments and everything, memeable moments. It's just like, so Tamisha's like, it's so, anyways, Tamisha, um, the thing is, Tamisha's kind of considered old school, but it's kind of considered old school by newer kids, but to me, that's pageantry glamour. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It is beautiful to look at, and Tamisha, and 99.9% and .9 of Tamisha's closet, she made herself. <laughs> All, ugh, sorry, All her costumes, everything. Okay, so anyways, but she was in a beef with another season, with another queen from um, season 10, Monet Exchange. Um, you might know her mom as the sponge queen. Okay. <laughs> the, the one with the war of the sponges and everything. Yes, yes. Yeah, the, <laughs> anyways, and like, you probably remember Bob, the drag queen from the previous season, from the previous season. Uh, but anyways, uh, anyways, so um, Monet Exchange apparently, so Tamisha has a beef with Monet right now because apparently uh, Monet, every time Tamisha was on the runway, Monet would actually, like, Monet would actually critique Tamisha's looks. Mm -hmm. and, um, and it wouldn't be all bad and everything, but it all rubbed Tamisha the wrong way and now it kind of blew up into this whole thing. And apparently Bob, the drag queen, who's um, Monet's best friend, is living for the drama and occasionally has been occasionally poking the bear, per se. Uh -huh. I'm just bringing it up because it's, it's actually quite hilarious. <laughs> I'm just like going like, oh my god, people say I can't handle hate comments. Right. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh my god. And, um, and I'm a little worried for Monet because Tamisha actually, when she gets into an argument or something with somebody and everything, she's not known for um, always using her words. Uh, let's see if I can do the sound to give you an idea of what I'm talking about. <laughs> Sorry, I can't pop my knuckles, damn it. <laughs> She knows she's known to hit before she talks. <laughs> oh. Yeah, basically, talk, basically, um, her Tamisha's policy is talk shit, get hit. <laughs> That's her policy. That's her policy. Yeah, uh, she kind of developed it because she had to. She kind of developed it because she's very protective, also for all her drag children and her grand drag children. And surprisingly, she's had such a reach on the show that one of the other contestants actually technically was one of her was one of her drag children. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, because uh, one of the other contestants who was a season, who became a season 13 Miss Congeniality, um, was just like, Miss Tamisha Mom was actually the first person to put me up in drag, so technically she's my drag mother. There you go. She's had such a reach, just, you know, just, so, mm -hmm. but she's a legacy queen. Also, she can afford lawyers, she can afford lawyers, <laughs> possibly put up that one. It was, I just, it, it, if, you just, if you're just bored one night, <laughs> just watch. Yeah, just take, just try and just Google it, and it'll just YouTube videos, everything will pop up okay. if you're bored. Okay. <laughs> you're okay. Bored. Okay. Now I gotta kind of, I want to kind of bring you down just a little bit. Um, <laughs> no, we're up and down. Okay, so you're an avid animal person, obviously. Mm-hmm. You also have me a very opinionated, avid, surprisingly animal person. Yes. Even though I don't have pets, because I have a weird thing with pets. But anyways, um, there was a YouTuber, I'm not going to say her name. Uh, she is literally getting torn to pieces on every social media platform right now. She's apparently about to lose lose monetization, monetization on all her social media platforms. Okay. Uh, same thing with her husband, too, who's also makes videos and also does videos but anyway she's um um she does like those wifey how to life hack videos uh-huh that's what she's made like her whole little platform off of um her and her husband they apparently put down their dog uh because he was apparently being too aggressive um nip their two-year-old son meanwhile there's and there's a video of them actually of the husband actually egging the dog on to fight their yorkie <laughs> Oh. Um, also, uh, apparently in the video when they had, were addressing their fans about it, when they were addressing their fans about putting the dog down and everything, there was not a dry eye. Nothing. <laughs> there's there like a dry eye. There's no, there's no tears. There's no yeah, tears. Yeah. They were laughing awkwardly through the whole thing. <laughs> oh. Um, and, um... So did they put him put their dog down humanely, or did they? they they did it humanely? But that's the other thing; it was kind of sketchy, too, because they apparently had an anesthesiologist who was apparently board certified veterinary anesthesiologist, basically, um, come in. Then they mentioned, but this person came in from Sweden. Oh, all right. Oh Lord. <laughs> Oh, and they had a very happy photo shoot of the goodest boy in the world with said child right next to them. So if the dog was so aggressive or aggressive enough to be put down, why were they doing a happy photo shoot with the kid right next to the dog? Hmm. Um, and they also um, talked about like how this dog apparently um, actually caught, actually hurt their Yorkie a few times. But then again, that video keeps popping up of uh, the husband picking up the Yorkie who's does not want to be near the bulldog mm -hmm. then takes the Yorkie and actually starts shoving said dog into the bulldog's face. <laughs> yeah. Trying to get a rise out of, you know, the Yorkie and stuff like that. And the dog apparently, in the, in the, the dog that got put down, the dog that got put down, not even reacting. No, not even reacting. Just has this like, a very angry Yorkie being shoved in its face, mm -hmm. and, and apparently um, a lot of their fans, they and this and uh, this YouTuber, she started using, losing a lot of subscribers because apparently a lot of her because apparently a lot of her fans were just like, like, why don't you try rehoming the dog? Why don't you try rehoming the dog? Um, better yet, why don't you try? And um, how the kid got nipped and everything was because the kid was yanking on the dog's ear and hand in the food out of the bowl, taking oh, food yeah, out of the bowl. Oh yeah, all the stuff. You yeah, need. doing yeah, you know, and I'm just like. And uh, they apparently can't mention that the dog did, did have some known aggression issues before that and everything. But, you know, I'm just like, but their fans are just like, how about you just teach your two-year-old to keep their hands out of the food dish? 
<laughs> and uh, the the kid did not need to re require stitches or anything. Actually, apparently in the video, apparently they had a picture posted. It was like a little tiny nick on their pinky. That was it. <laughs> the kid on the kid's pinky. So they're they're basically mad because his dog apparently had a had, ended up dying for nothing. Well, that is sad that yeah. people do that. Yeah. But, you know, it's, it's kind of like people don't understand that. Yeah. When you take in an animal, uh, depending on what type of animal it is, the species, it is a lifetime commitment. Uh, that's why we, we have four dogs in our home. Three of them are chihuahuas, and then we have what we call our fake chihuahua. <laughs> but uh, That's a lizard, not... Uh, that's a lizard mom, not a fake chihuahua even. She likes to hang on things. I've seen her try and jump on the roof before to get to a squirrel. <laughs> but with that being said, well, moving on. Uh, whenever you adopt, uh, whenever you bring an animal into your home, you have to realize that it oh. is a lifetime commitment. Oh. You know, it's that, and it's that animal's life that oh, you're... Oh, yeah. Actually, here's a fun fact. Um, the dog's not adopted. They actually, well, they, well, well, they actually bought the dog from a breeder, mm -hmm. and the reason why the dog was actually apparently they said the reason why the dog started having aggression issues was because apparently around nine weeks old uh, was attacked by a neighbor's dog mm. when I was a puppy. Mm -hmm. So I'll just throw that in there. They've had this dog for a very long time, and apparently also another reason why they decided to put him down is because no one, they, the husband said like no one knows how to take care of this dog but myself. Well, apparently yeah. not because this, he's had, he they, felt that he had to put the dog down. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's just sad. That's yeah, just, it's just sad. It's a, it's a sad situation. It's just, it, it's kind of disturbing the more, you read, mm -hmm. the more I read into it. The more like I read into it, it's more it's disturbing. It's kind of like this, you know, well, yeah. if, if your kid bites you, you're going to put your kid down? Right. That's like yeah. That's the that's the thought. That's the, that's my thought right there. Um, yeah. And uh, apparently, um, I'm not gonna tell you, but um, apparently James Charles. You, I don't. Do you know who that is? No. No. Okay. Okay. So thank God my mom doesn't know who James Charles is. But <laughs> no, no, not a bad. No, no. Uh, James Charles, a uh, beauty influencer, makeup influencer. You know him as the first male cover girl model. Okay. Um, like it was like kind of a big thing. I, I was kind of like a big thing when he was a high schooler. Okay. Uh, was, um, apparently, um, he has over 20 million followers from YouTube. Um, he's number. He's like the top 10 person social media wise globally. Mm -hmm. um, uh, he was supposed. To, he's work. He works with a lot of makeup companies, all this stuff. And he's only 21, and he's already a multimillionaire. He's 21, multimillionaire just from being a makeup artist oh, and stuff, stuff like that. Anyway, but anyways, he's actually in trouble because apparently um, him and several other people, uh, popular, um, several actually several other popular creators and social media people actually were um, chastised because they were critiquing him. Or they say that they have information on him that doesn't put him in this. Like basically him being a predator. <laughs> James oh, wow. Charles got labeled as a predator. On what? Uh, basically, um, hitting on aggressive, being very aggressively hitting on straight guys. Apparently, there's a long list of straight, especially straight male waiters, saying that, saying that they told him no, and then James started apparently groping on them. Now there's actual evidence now of him um, grooming teenagers online. Oh wow! He's 21 years old. 
Oh, wow. And it's his excuse was he did an apology video or he did like a fessing up video when all the allegations started. Mm -hmm. And they're still piling up, by the mm -hmm. way. They're still piling up. There's actually a possibility in a year or two. Um, in a year or two, he, he'll be in, he will be in prison in a year or two. There's actually a high possibility of that. Oh, wow. Uh, because there's actual evidence from the teenagers he hit on. Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. and being very sexual and sending them pictures of, oh. of him nude. Oh, wow. Yes. <laughs> okay. Oh, it was yeah, and his, yeah, and it, yeah, and apparently a lot of people um, were raging a little bit because um, there was especially they used um, one beloved YouTuber. Her name is Jenna Marbles. Um, she was known for basically making cute dog videos and just a little taste in her life. And uh -huh. um, she was one of like, the first big, big, uh, big um, uh, contributors on youtube um but anyways but she's also known for being one of those people and everything that you know when she made content she didn't care it wasn't for trend or whatever it's like whatever she wanted to and it's like and it was usually jenna unfiltered uh -huh. and i loved her to, i loved her to death <laughs> i love i love her to death i miss her the the she was so popular that the um that there's basically a lot of other creators said there is a black hole because she's no longer putting content out there because she apparently had a little mental breakdown and she had to take and she's taking time off and it's been over a year uh she she's taking time off to try to get herself she may or may not be coming back to the web i don't mm -hmm. know she's also a big she's also a she also, she also she and her husband here and her now husband also had a very popular podcast um they were live streamers this person was mm -hmm. apparently very beloved by a lot of people um particularly her dogs oh, okay. marbles at chihuahua who she's had for like close to 19 years um uh, her two Italian gray, her two Italian greyhounds that she adopted, and also um, she apparently just recently, before she went dark and everything, just rescued, just adopted a rescued greyhound named Bunny. And Aww. I want to know, did Bunny get over being afraid of the pool? Oh, <laughs> oh my god! Okay. I miss the dogs. I miss, I miss Jenna. She literally was just like, like if you ever watched like five minute craft video, she, yeah. she like you would ask your question like. Who would actually try this? Jenna would be that person to try it for you to let you know yep. if it's shite or not. There you go. And it's just usually her. She's like, it's Sunday. I don't have anything scheduled. I'm bored. Let's do some hot glue stuff. There you go. <laughs> anyway, so she does that. <laughs> I miss her. Anyways, but Jenna got canceled over something small that happened years ago like she was like she basically like made one she basically made like a she made a few posts that could be she made like a few videos that could be construed then she immediately either took down or like listed as private so no one could watch them and everything mm -hmm. um after it was brought to her attention because she's like one of those people that she just like she's like look i don't want to cause any negative rips and everything so i'm just gonna take my content off if it's if anyone complains about it mm -hmm. so but apparently too many people did and she was going through her content and then she, you know basically we lost a golden child on youtube oh wow i miss her and then wait and like a lot of people and i bring it up with james Charles or anything because she got canceled over that stuff. He's an active predator. <laughs> and he's still and he's still yeah. and he's still and he gets a fluctuation of new subscribers every day. And he's an active predator. There's a police report in Los Angeles on him. Well <laughs> I know there's just I, I have no words. I don't have any words either. <sighs> you know what mom I think we need to wind down here. I think we need to, too. Yeah, because you're getting sleepy. Yes. I have to go to work in the morning. Yes, you do, Mama. Uh, anyways, is there anything else you'd just like to say? <laughs> you gotta keep in mind, my conversations with my mother go like this all the time, where it's like, serious, 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 serious. And Did then we're done. Or, or followed by sometimes, 
Did you fart? <laughs> Go wash your stinky booty. Your feet stink, put your shoes on. <laughs> <laughs> Weird eyeball glares across the room. <laughs> uh, is there anything else you, you would you like to just anything else you'd like to say? No, I think we're I think we've covered a lot. Yeah, we covered our base. It's been very entertaining. Or like you say, cover your asses. Mm -hmm. We've covered our assets. <laughs> yes, and then also, uh, and then also like, um, like or like one time you told me, one time you told me, especially when you caught me scrolling through Grinder and everything. What was what did you say? You said, "Honey, what you do with your butt is your business. Just don't tell me about it." There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so mind your biscuits, and life will be gravy. <laughs> yes, it will. All right, thanks, boss. Yep. Yeah.